My name is Josh Peck, host of Peck Report on Daily Renegade. I used to suffer with chronic pain from a degenerative bone disease. I was hopelessly addicted to opioids without any end in sight. But then I discovered Kratom and CBD. I am no longer on prescription drugs and I have more energy and pain relief than ever before. Kratom and CBD have given me my life back without draining my bank account. If you too would like some minor to major pain relief, Kratom and CBD might be for you. Either click on the links in the description below this video or go to dailyrenegade.com on the top left banner or right side ad and check out Tropic Health Kratom and CBD. Use promo code HEALTH20 for 20% off your order and get your life back today. There are two things that we're going to talk about in this PEC report that people have become obsessed with in our culture. One is answering the UFO question, and we're going to talk about four questions that need to be answered in 2020 to solve the mystery of UFOs. Actually, these questions come from the culture, not from uh, a religious uh, point of view, but we are going to be talking about uh, the Christian side of all this and what this obsession is with with UFOs in our, our culture. Also, a new do-it-yourself plan is in the works to murder the most innocent among us, believe it or not. We are certainly living in dark times. All of that and more on today's Pack Report. everybody. Hope you are doing well today. Uh, now, we are going to be talking about some dark things in today's PEC report, but that's okay because our hope is in Jesus, and he is going to get us through. That is the, that is the whole point. Uh, so let's, let's just jump right into it. Uh, there's an article that came out recently on Metro. <coughs> Excuse me. These four questions need to be answered in 2020 to solve the mystery of UFOs. So it says, you might not know it, but we're currently living in the golden age of ufology. In the 20th century, anyone who saw mysterious objects in the sky was dismissed as a crank or a fraudster, but that changed almost exactly two years ago when a bombshell article published in the New York Times revealed the existence of a shadowy U.S. government project called the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification uh, Program, which uh, gathered information about unidentified aerial phenomenon uap because of course they have to keep changing the names of things they can't just leave things as they are um and uh those of you who follow my work or the work of Derek gilbert you know that we have we actually predicted this in our book the day the earth stands still which you should get if you haven't if you want to know where this whole ufo thing is going it's not what you think it's not anything that's been written about before uh, but we predicted that this major event was going to happen and it did we actually got a Official disclosure and the 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 whole book is about the occult origins of the official disclosure mo- movement, and we predicted that, I, and it, it happened I think two months 
after the book came out. It happened. We we predicted it in the book, and we even we were a- even able to narrow it down to a very 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 narrow time frame. Uh, and you know, it's not because we're prophets or anything. We just followed the trail and saw that uh, there's a pattern to these things, and that that was the time for this to occur. Um, so all of that is detailed in the day the Earth stands still. Uh, but there's still, you know, there's disclosure is still happening. These questions are still coming up, and the the culture is 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 accepting of the UFO phenomenon. They're, they're they're obsessed with the questions, but they're not dismissive about any of this anymore. And they're also not in a place where they're blaming the government for secrecy anymore. There's no outrage, so the government is feeling more. Um, more comfortable in releasing these stuff, this stuff. But why would they do it? Because there's other countries that are that are releasing it. So the American government knows they can't keep it secret forever. They're going to have to release some things, and so they're they're doing it slowly. So because if the American people found out about this from some other country, we would get outraged again, and the government knows that. So uh, they're they're going to slowly release it to us, and they're going to act like they're being truthful the entire time. That, that that they've been truthful the entire time. That's that's how that's how it's going to go. That's that's what's happening now. Um, but these these questions come up that this article talks about. So it says that this secret program gathered information on at least three sightings of aircraft traveling at impossible speeds, which were recorded by U.S. airmen or military personnel. And, of course, we talked about that on Peck Report uh, a few times. And as we said, we would keep up on the story as things develop, and we will continue to do so. It says, in the most famous incident revealed during the uncovering of a uh, just call it A-tip. Uh, two Navy pilots chased a whitish oval object about the size of a commercial plane. It's called the Tic Tac UFO. You guys have probably seen it. If not, you can go back in the Peck Report archives and find it. We talked about it, reported on it, showed the video, did all that. But many of you are already familiar with that, so uh, I don't want to rehash old news. Which is crazy to say, you know, the discovery of UFOs and that our government has been keeping it uh, secret and they know about it is now old news. But but it is. That, that's, that's the culture we live in. But now this, this article says that there are four questions that need to be solved in order for us to solve the Uf, UFO mystery once and for all. And these are quotes that come from uh, Nick, uh, yeah, Nick Pope, who was a former Ministry of Defense UFO investigator. Um, and I, I've met him before. Uh, he's a very pleasant individual down to earth. Uh, and so he told Metro, quote, we've recently passed the second anniversary of the New York Times story revealing the existence of the Pentagon's ATIP uh, initiative. And in those last two years, the UFO phenomenon has come out of the fringe and into the mainstream. Expectations are high that 2020 will bring further bombshell revelations, but it's difficult for the UFO community and the wider public to navigate this complex story. There's information overload with so much data that most people struggle to identify the parts of the story that are not just interesting but important to to help people focus on the key issues uh and again this is direct quote from nick pope he says i've used my insider knowledge of having run the uk government's ufo project to identify four critical questions the answers should clear up much of the confusion end quote so it says of course it's worth remembering that we have no official explanation of the sightings yet and you know articles will say that kind of thing to just kind of cover themselves in case something turns out to be a fraud or something like that 
So it says things like, you know, it could be experimental flying machines from the government uh, or things like that. Uh, I don't think that we have that level of technology. We The government probably does have secret technology that's a little bit more advanced than what's in the mainstream, but I don't think it's as advanced as we as, as what those videos showed. I, I don't think we can do that. I don't have any reason to believe that. Um, but, it, you know, it, it says that there might be patented technology that could be um, – you know, or or maybe maybe uh, technology from private corporations that could explain it. So it, they they have to say that kind of stuff. Um, so here here are the questions. One of them is, what is the U.S. government's current best assessment of the objects depicted in the three U.S. Navy videos? So Nick Pope says, quote, everyone has been asking the wrong question. People ask, what are the objects? And this opens the door to responses such as a previous statement from a spokesperson, which says uh, the Navy considers the phenomenon com- contained or depicted in those three videos as unidentified. Fair enough, but we know President Trump and various senators have been briefed on this, and I know from my MOD experience as a briefer that you never go into such meetings with an assessment that goes no further than we don't know. That's because even if that's true, the follow-up is question. The follow-up question is fine, but what's your best current assessment? And when you're dealing with senior political leadership, you simply must have something meaningful to offer when that inevitable question is asked. The best assessment may be wrong. Think of the Iraqi weapons of mass destruction, but there absolutely will be one. So that brings up a good question. What does the government think these things are? What is their best assessment? And the fact that they haven't come out and given us their opinion or or what they think it is tells me that there's something going on. I think they probably have a lot more information about them than is released to the public. And like Nick Pope said, we aren't asking the right questions questions uh now they will probably interpret it as if if, you know let's say they go off on the fringe and they they say that it that the the best assessment is it is evidence of life from another planet uh okay now that's something else we talked about in the day the earth stands still i don't believe that to be the case now i do believe it's theologically possible from a christian biblical worldview it's it's definitely possible that life could exist on other planets However, I don't have any reason to believe that whatever is visiting us uh, is representative of that possible life. I don't believe alien beings from another planet are visiting us. I don't believe that at all. I believe that what we're seeing are actually or extra-dimensional, really, uh, extra-dimensional beings. I don't think it's interplanetary. Uh, I think it's extra dimensional. And again, we discuss all of that in Day the Earth Stands Still, and I've talked about it on other PEC reports as well. So if that's brand new to you, you can go back in the archives and look for look for that. Uh, I have a background in research of, of quantum physics and you know extra dimensions, things like that. I've, ri- I've written several books about it. Uh, I've done a lot of videos and uh, interviews on it and things like that. I, I, I've talked on major networks um, about it. So uh, I don't want to rehash all that stuff for people who already know. So th- those are those are places that you can go for that information. Uh, but so I, I think that they would probably believe that it's from another planet. They might believe that it's extra dimensional, but I think that that's where it would stop. Uh, now, where I would go as a Christian is I would say not only is it extra dimensional, but it's something malevolent. It's something uh, fallen angelic or demonic. And the reason is because of the types of things that they do, you know, their behaviors, how they how they treat people, how they lie constantly. Uh, and the types of messages that they give people. It's always this weird new age message. You know, they, they don't they don't come with any kind of 
Christian message or or it's it's either Eastern mysticism or it's New Age, which is one and the same. Really, it's all rooted in Satanism. You don't see anything outside of that. And look, it's not just because I'm a Christian. They're not coming with an Islamic message either. They're they're not coming with anything like that. It's this it's this weird New Agey kind of thing. All right. The next question is: What's the truth about the metamaterials? Early media reports about ATIP talked about uh, buildings at Bigelow Aerospace, the company which got the ATIP contract from the DIA, being modified to store materials said to have recovered from the UAP, which are called metamaterials. Quote. Just when this story was being dismissed with a suggestion that the debris was mainly material sent in by UFO witnesses and researchers over the years, Louis Elizondo stated that while some material did indeed come from the public, some came from governmental sources. Additionally, it was revealed that the U.S. Army had signed a research and development agreement with Tom DeLong's to the Stars Academy uh, of Arts and Science, the nonprofit group for whom Louis uh, uh, Elizondo and other key players in ATIP now work. This isn't the first time that the military seemed to step in to keep the story going just when things were dying down. That's interesting because it reverses the usual situation where the military ties to uh, down, tries to downplay or kill off UFO stories. Isotopic radio analysis and x-ray diffraction will be able to determine if any of these materials had been in space or if there's anything unusual about their structure. These tests are so obvious that they must already have been carried out. One would expect the U.S. Army to know this and to know the results. So the fact that they are uh, still interested is potentially telling here. And that would ask that that would that would bring up the question too: If it is something extra dimensional, how could there be any materials left behind? Just because something's extra dimensional doesn't mean that it doesn't have any material components. Think about it like this: If you build something in three dimensions, say you build a house, uh, there are parts of that house that are two dimensional, right? I mean. You, you can't have a three-dimensional structure without it being composed of two-dimensional slices. So if one of those, you know, you just up that one dimension. So if a fourth-dimensional object lost one of it, a piece of its, one of its three-dimensional slices and it fell to Earth, it would look like just like three-dimensional normal physical material to us. Um, it could be made of some kind of metal. You know, who, who knows, really, but that also kind of brings up the question, is our universe, is our three-dimensional universe just one slice of a larger construct? You know, when we pick up a, a, a rock, is that just one three-dimensional slice of something uh, something bigger? You know, we, we, we don't know. But, but just because something's extra-dimensional doesn't mean that it would be made of nothing or no material. It's not immaterial. If anything, it's more material than uh, our three-dimensional world. Uh, so, question three, why is the Pentagon walking back on its earlier admission that ATIP investigated UAP? So, early official statements about ATIP described it as being a program to assess far-term foreign uh, advanced aerospace threats to the United States and added, added including anomalous events such as sightings of aerodynamic vehicles engaged in extreme maneuvers with unique uh, phenomenology reported by U.S. Navy pilots or other credible sources. Nick Pope says, quote, a May 2019 statement to the New York Post journalist uh, Stephen Greenstreet from a U.S. Navy spokesperson confirmed that ATIP did pursue research and investigation into unidentified aerial phenomenon. However, in a recent statement to UFO researcher John Greenwald Jr., a Pentagon spokesperson, stated that ATIP was not UAP related, quote, 
This, uh, and this again is from uh, Nick Pope, quote, this co- contradicts former DIA official and ATIP point man Louis Elizondo, who said ATIP was a 100% UFO program, as well as former uh, Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid, who set up ATIP. To further complicate matters, in January 2019, DIA's Office of Corporate Communication released to me a copy of a DIA letter to Congress where they attached a list of all products produced under the ATIP contract, which included studies into anti-gravity, invisibility, stargates, warp drive, wormholes, and the Drake equation, the latter being a theoretical construct designed to estimate the number of other civilizations in our galaxy. Clearly not something you would need to know if the concern was Russia and Chinese aircraft. Whether it's the president or someone in Congress, someone needs to step in and sort out this mess because at present we have one part of the government saying one thing while another says something else. It's farcical and it makes everyone look foolish. I don't think President Trump has any idea and I believe that President Trump would be the exact president if he knew something then he would just blurt it out. He doesn't seem to really like a whole lot of the swampy secrecy stuff. I think if he knew something we would know something and I think because of that uh, you know, uh, uh, officials are keeping things from him. But it, it also seems like this is not a main area of interest to President Trump. He's more interested in the economy and things like that. So it might be easy for them to keep this secret from him if he's not really inquiring that much about it. Lastly, what's the status of the congressional interest in all this? There's been um, previous interest in ATIP and the U.S. Navy encounters from several parts of Congress, the Armed Services Committee, the Intelligence Committee, and the Homeland Security Committee. There have also been suggestions that the Space Subcommittee and or the Emerging Threats and Capabilities Subcommittee should be involved. However... The fact that Congress has two chambers, the Senate and the House of Representatives, complicates things. The public don't know what committee or subcommittee, if any, has the current lead on all this, what documents have been generated by this congressional activity, and how much of this documentation will be released under the Freedom of Information Act. It's also not known whether this congressional interest will evolve into formal hearings, and if so, whether these will be public hearings or closed hearings, as may be the case if much of the information is highly classified. And I would suspect that that would be the case. It's classified information. So we might not hear uh, much of anything from it. Um, so that that you know that again that brings up the the, the fact that people uh, are are finding themselves either flippant about this subject where they just don't care and they just assume probably aliens are real and they don't care or they're completely obsessed with it. But but all of it is because it ans- it, it would suppose to answer that eternal question. You know who who are we? Where we come from? Uh, where are we going? Uh, that that kind of stuff. Um, but even if aliens are true, and even even if what's visiting us are extraterrestrials, and I don't believe that for a second, but even if they were, it wouldn't answer any of those questions. All it would do is kick the can down the line because we would then have to ask, well, who created them? They didn't create themselves. You know, I mean, e- even even if it is extra dimensional entities, and even if they are demonic. Still, that question comes, well, who created them? You know, they may claim to have created us, but can we believe them? How do we know they're not lying? Who created them? Ultimately, it always leads back to the question of God. That's why people are so interested in it, and it's because um, 
for for Christians, it's like, well, we, we know who created all, all of these things. Uh, but for non-Christians, it allows them to kick the can down the road because now they don't have to wrestle with the idea of who created me because they can say, well, aliens created me. And then they can kick the can down the road and not have to think as much about who created them. You know, that's a question further down the line. And a lot of people take comfort in that. I think that's also why people have become apathetic to it uh, by and large. They're either obsessed with it or they're apathetic. Not, there's not a whole lot of deniers anymore. Um, they're apathetic to it because this answers their question. You know, who, who, who are we? Well, we were probably created by these things. So, you know, that's it. And, and then they're apathetic to the rest of it because they don't really care. They can get on with their lives. Um, or if they do care, they become obsessed with it because they, they, we all have this inner drive in us that wants to know our creator. We want to know who created us and why. Uh, some people tend to be kind of more self-obsessed and they might not think about that. They, they might think more about their own lives, their day-to-day stuff. But uh, other people with different personality types, you know, might, might uh, think more broadly and think, well, I want to know about these things. I want to know why they created us. Uh, and then they become obsessed. So it, it's rare to find just total deniers anymore. Uh, most people are just at least open to the idea. And, uh, and, and it, it's, it's rare to find a good Christian... Um, you know, for, for those, usually when you talk to Christians about this, they say, I don't know, or they say it's demonic and we don't have to think about it. Uh, and I don't think either of those answers are good or they'll, or they'll say it's all made up. Um, I, I don't think those answers are good. There is actually a good theological answer to the question of do aliens exist, but that question is completely separate from the question of what is visiting us, what what's causing these sightings, what's abducting people. Those two things I don't believe are related. Um, and again, I've done videos on that, so you can go back and watch those if you want to. Okay, so we have to talk about... Uh, more darkness in our culture. Uh, and th- this is going to be, well, well, we'll get to it in a minute, but before we do, I want to tell you about Kratom. I am a chronic pain sufferer. I take Kratom every day and I don't have to take anything else. Uh, well, I take some CBD, which I'll get to in a minute, but I don't have to take, um, narcotics. I don't have to be on painkillers. I don't even, I don't even take aspirin. Uh, I, I just, I just deal with Kratom and you don't have to take that much of it. Now, at the beginning of this pack report, we do have a commercial for Tropic Health Kratom, which is excellent Kratom. Coastline Kratom is great, too. We put that on there because when we first started, we only had Coastline, and a lot of people just really like that brand, so we're not getting rid of them. We're adding Tropic Health. Uh, Tropic Health allows you to pay with a credit card. With Coastline, you have to set up a Zelle Pay account, which is fine. Either of these companies is a good source of Kratom. So uh, you can get some there if you have pain, even if it's just joint pain, arthritis, normal stuff like that. This can really help out a lot. Uh, While you're at it, you can check out CBD Pure and CBD Pets. They have the most pure CBD on the market today, completely organic, pesticide-free, and it it really helps. Uh, When I take CBD, uh, I don't have to take as much Kratom. Uh, and there's a lot of garbage CBD out there, so it's hard to it's hard to find good CBD. But we've done the work for you. Uh, but you don't even have to take our word for it. You can go check out CBD Pure and CBD Pets and see for yourself. They put all of their um, third-party independent testing, scientific testing of their product. They test every batch uh, to make sure that it's totally pesticide-free, orga- organic, uh, non-GMO. 
And they put all those results on their website. So you can check that out. Make sure you do. Also, if you want colloidal silver, silver of life is great. Uh, It's a great immune booster, and you can clean your house with it. Uh, It makes a great cleaner so you can get those harmful chemicals uh, out from under your kitchen sink where you drink your water and stuff. Uh, You know, you you don't want any of those carcinogens around you. So uh, colloidal silver is great for that. All right, everybody. Well, we we do have some more to talk to. We're going to have to save that for members only because YouTube will not allow it. Uh, those of you that have been following us for a while, you know what the whole deal is. Please become a member at dailyrenegade.com. Become a member today. It's only $10 a month or $100 a year. I suggest getting the $100 a year because then you only have to pay for it once. You don't have to think about it again for a whole other year, and you get two months free that way. Uh, so all of that is at dailyrenegade.com. You can get the rest of this pack report, which we're going to talk about a very hot-button issue that YouTube won't even allow me to say the word. Uh, without us risking losing our channel. So if you want the rest of this PEC report, uh, you can go to dailyrenegade.com, become a member today. All right, members, hang on the line. Everybody else, thank you so much for joining us. Please click the bell for notifications, subscribe to us, follow us online, and once again, consider being a member and joining the Renegade family. All right, everybody, love you all. Take care. God bless.